it's a miracle that we can heal, that, that our bodies just, you know, we abuse them for so long and then that's it. Nope, sorry, can't heal. But we actually can when we start doing the right thing. And that goes for everything in life when we start walking in alignment with how it's designed. And our bodies, the way that they were designed is evidence enough that we're supposed to be plant eaters because we heal when we start doing that. My journey to healing has been very similar to Gianna's, which is why we connected with our cookbook because we had to get to the place of healing and crying and laughing and doing our cookbook on every yeah. single day, doing recipes and we're like, what do we have today? And half the time we would cry and half the time we would laugh. And it was, it really knitted us together in the most beautiful way. Oh my gosh. I love this. <laughs> Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Hills Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put down the Ben and Jerry's, get off the couch, and take a walk outside. If you experience any of these symptoms, tell your Facebook friends immediately. All right, welcome, Food Hills Nation. Thanks for joining me. I'm Allison Melody, and today I'm talking with two passionate, plant-powered actresses, Gianna Simone and Andrea Logan, and they are just on a mission to make healthy eating fun and easy with their brand new book, Plant Love. Don't you love that title? Plant Love is a whole foods, a plant-based cookbook. It's free of refined sugars and oils. Every recipe has simple whole food ingredients and are just easy to follow, easy instructions. They just want to make healthy eating so fun, so easy. We had such a great conversation. I learned so much. We had a blast. I know you're going to enjoy this interview so much. But first, Food Heals Nation, I wanted to shout out all of you who reached out to me after my accident. So I haven't talked about it on the show yet, so this may be news to you. If you follow me on social media, on my Instagram, at TV, I've been talking a lot about what happened. But I was in a bike accident in Tulum. I'm okay. I will share the story on a future episode. I had a great time in Tulum. It is vegan paradise. There are literally more vegan restaurants than non-vegan restaurants. So it was my happy place until I was thrown off a bike, um, hit by a biker, complete accident, but had to be rushed to a hospital and get stitches, had to go in alone because of COVID protocols. Um, So it was a little bit scary and I'm a little bit traumatized, but I'll be all right. The wound is healing. I'm back in, I'm in Florida. I got the stitches out and I am now just in a lot of back pain, shoulder pain, and arm pain. So I really appreciate all of your suggestions. I am obviously taking the most holistic route possible. I've been doing the cryotherapy. I've been doing infrared sauna. I haven't done chiropractic or physical therapy yet because I'm still a little bit, you know, I need to get a little bit more healed before I can have body work done. But thank you, you guys sent me so many great suggestions. I'm doing the Reiki, the energy healing. Shout out to Marissa from the Incandescent Podcast for giving me a healing and a Reiki session today. Thank you, girl. I really, really appreciate that. And to all of you who sent me supplement suggestions and holistic ways of healing, the PEMF mat, which I haven't done yet, but I'm intrigued by. So just thank you so much to everyone who's reached out. I got your emails. I got your social media love, and I just appreciate you. So I will tell you more about my Tulum experience in a future episode, but I felt great the whole time, except for the accident. You know, I felt safe. I felt healthy. I'm certain at this point I have certainly been exposed to the virus, but you know, I'm taking all my supplements every single day. Vitamin D being the number one supplement for, you know, boosting your immunity and keeping yourself healthy. So if you need some vitamin D, go to my friend's Global Healing Center Use the coupon code FOODHEALS21. You'll get 20% off your vitamin D. I also take their zinc. I take their oxy powder. I take all the things. Check them out. The discount code has changed, so update your wherever you store your passwords or your discount codes. FOODHEALS17 does not work anymore, so use the code FOODHEALS21. I could not have gone through the trip without my Global Healing Center vitamins, so shout out to them. And yeah, I'm just in gratitude and appreciation. I'll share the story in a future episode, but let's get right into it. Next up, my interview with Gianna and Andrea. The Food Hills Podcast starts now. They just released Plant Love, their easy-to-follow, whole foods, plant-based e-cookbook. Please welcome Gianna Simone and Andrea Logan to the show. 
Hello, Allison. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you for having us. <laughs> I'm so happy to have you. We've already had such great conversations offline that I cannot wait to share with Food Heals Nation. <laughs> I'm so excited about the cookbook. I really, really am fascinated by both of your lives and where you've come from and where you have, where you are now is really both incredible success stories. And you're both successful actresses and now you're plant-powered authors, but I know you both had major life challenges to overcome. So I'd like to start there. Gianna, you grew up in an abusive household in the foster care system. And in fact, you would sleep with a cell phone and a knife in your hand, which is pretty unimaginable to picture from someone who hasn't been through that. So take us through your journey of coming out of such an, a tough situation for a kid to go through. Yeah. Thank you for, for asking that. And I always like to preface before I share my story that I, I share it not to really slander anybody or badmouth anybody, but I think it's important to share our truths and to be totally vulnerable and open because it sets other people free going through similar situations. And that's why I share my story to get to inspire and give people hope. So when I was around 13 years old, I was physically and emotionally abused. And around 13 years old, I was placed into the foster care system and was shopped around from home to home because a lot of people just wanted babies. And I was a, a teen at the time, a young teen. And I remember sleeping in these, there was this one setting where the woman truly wanted a baby and, and that's, that's totally fine. And I'm glad she does and uh, did and, and is helping young children. So I was in her bunk beds, but the bunk beds were made for a small, a very small child. And I remember staying, I think I stayed there one or two nights and it was so scary. Like I was so young, I was taken out of my home from where I was being abused and then this was meant to help me, but it was actually super traumatizing because I didn't know, I didn't feel safe. Sure. And I didn't know what was going to happen to me from day to day or if I could trust these people. Like, what are you just supposed to blindly trust these people that have, that are now saying that they, they want you, but they don't want you. So then I got shopped around to like six or seven different homes and then finally ended up in a girl's home setting with two, four, six. So five other girls, there were six of us. And there were three bedrooms, two bunks. And the woman was very, very, very kind. She didn't really speak a lot of English. And the girls kind of did whatever they wanted. There were repercussions, obviously. But I remember getting to that house and I was sitting in the kitchen. And I put my leg up on the chair, kind of like pulling my knee towards my chest. And one girl who had a slice from her, the corner of her lip to her ear said to me, Hey, take your foot down. And I was like, Oh man, things are going to get things. Things might get a little sticky around here. <laughs> and then she, she actually, cause I didn't know if I was going to have to fight for my life or what this was. Like, I was like, is this kind of like a jail setting? And, and, but at the end of the day, all those girls became, well, most of them became my friends and especially that one <laughs> because we were all going through the same thing and we just needed love and, yeah. and anger sits on top of fear. So she didn't know if I was going to be crazy. I didn't know if she was going to be crazy, but we actually just were two souls that just was, they, we weren't getting love and we weren't getting it from our primary caretakers. And we ended up in this situation and we ended up really bonding and that's just hurt. You know, when somebody acts out like that, it's, it's crying out for love and for, for, to be healed of the pain. So yeah, I ended up just like working out with them and it was such a cool journey at the same time as literally walking through hell on earth because I was hopeless. I didn't know if this was going to be the rest of my life mm -hmm. for until I could get out on my own. And then what was going to happen when I got out on my own, where was that all going to go? So without going too long into this, it was it taught me a lot. And when I say cool journey, I mean that because it gave me so many life lessons and it taught me how to be compassionate, to empathize. You never know what somebody's going through and somebody can always have it worse than you, no matter how hard you think you have it or how scared you are, how, how hopeless you are. We always have hope. Little did I know my future was so bright. So, so, so bright. I have so much to be grateful for. And it prepped me. It really prepped me for life and it prepped me for human interaction and, and just being compassionate and seeing how God can truly work and turn somebody's life totally around. I mean, your story is so incredible and so traumatic. And so what are some of the tools like you found 
Christianity, like what tools do you use to overcome that type of trauma and have the successful, holistic, healthy life that you now lead? Well, the tools, I guess, would be, I I don't know all the answers. None of us do, right? But I do know something about some things. So (laughs) I've I've learned, I've learned that, that God loves us all deeply is madly in love with us and he protects us. And if we walk in alignment with his will for our lives, we literally see miracles happen. And I mean, I could, I could talk to you for hours and hours and hours about how different my life is now and how beautiful it is now. And do we all have struggles and ups and downs? Yes, of course. But I, I can see it so clearly. So the tools, I guess, would be having faith, reading the Word of God, understanding, and truly diving into how much God loves us with what He did for us and what He says about us, and claiming that over my life, not, not claiming anything that anybody else says over my life, but what God says about me, and truly believing it, and, and understanding it, and having questions, and, um, and exercising doing what I love for work, my career, acting, creating, being around my friends, my, my bestie, Andrea, <laughs> she has an incredible story too. I can't wait for you guys to dive in and hear her story and yes. connecting with people and just feeling heard and being seen because that's, that's what we need being heard to be heard, be seen and be loved. And I, I seek those, I seek those through people, through, through myself, through doing things, so those are some tools, and obviously eating plant-based, I, I believe diet, what we put into our body affects every single area of our life, every single one. So those are some tools that I use. Could not agree more with that, obviously. That's why this is the Food Heals podcast, but yes. honestly, sometimes I want to rename it to Love Heals podcast because what you just described is the journey of discovering self-love, accepting love from others. It's all about love. Where, wherever you can access it from, God's love, the women who were in the center with you, their love, love for yourself, that is what truly heals. And of course, obviously, I think plants heal. So it could be plants heal, food heals, love heals, all the things. But this is the, you know, the tools that I see that lead to healing, whether it's trauma, whether it's chronic disease, obesity, these are the tools. And when we can cultivate them and practice them, then we can be unstoppable. So thank you for sharing your story, John. And I know we've got way more to talk about, but I want to talk to Andrea. Andrea, you survived this life-threatening battle with an eating disorder. And now You have a great passion to help women with body image struggles and weight issues, which is such a much needed mission, especially in the days of Instagram and filters and all of the things. But take us back, like, how did this start? What were you going through when you were suffering from the disordered eating? Yes, my goodness. Thank you. It really, it started with, it's like, what comes first, the depression or the eating disorder or something along the lines of sabotaging yourself? Because when somebody's in pain, we either abuse others or abuse ourselves. I chose the route of abusing myself. And I was grew up in Chicago, small farm town, two brothers, athlete, and always had very, very low self-esteem. So it, it became the perfect storm when my parents went through a divorce. My mom ended up leaving when I was a teenager. So essentially, I raised myself and my younger brother, and I was on my own. So I was searching for love in all the wrong places. I was searching it for in and boys. And I started smoking pot. And I I was the teenager that could do everything, but I was still a good girl at heart because I was a people pleaser. Mm -hmm. So for me, when my parents went through a divorce, there was a huge hole in my heart because you think, wow, somebody who's supposed to take care of me just left me. I must really not be worthy of love. Again, and that's when you you don't have the tools when you're young and you're a teenager. So I threatened suicide and and I still wasn't heard. I mean, I I was crying for attention and then getting it in boys and and drugs and experimenting just life because that's what we do when we're teenagers and we're looking for love if we don't have our foundation in God and in truly role models that can love us the way we're meant to be loved. So I was a a club volleyball athlete and we had to wear these, which nowadays we had to wear these almost like bikini bottoms. Mm-hmm. And and I was again. I had I was well. I guess I was a, a developing teenager, and we had a, a coach that would line us up and look us up and down to make sure our quote unquote uniforms fit. And mm-hmm. so I had shame in my body because he, not to give you too much information, but he was walking along and 
and he looks at me up and down and he says, nice rack. And so wow. turn around, and then he looks to the backside of me and he's like, you look good. And so from, from, so from that moment of feeling like I was too big and I, it was like afraid, I was afraid to be seen and like sexually. And then between the, the coping of the pain of my home life and feeling empty, it triggered anorexia. So I remember eating, uh, practicing four hours a day in club volleyball in my high school and then doing club and eating rice cakes and grapes. And like, I just started, I started slowly restricting myself because it was, I was, my body was shameful and then the depression. And so, so I, I think I lost like 30 from the beginning of my senior year to the end of my senior year, I lost about 30 pounds to the point of uh, graduating high school. Before I moved to San Diego with my dad, I got down to, I don't want to give a number because it can trigger some people, but it was bad to, I was hospitalized, but because I was 18, I could deny it. And so I was only there for two weeks. And they said, they said, if you keep this up, you're, you know, your, your heart rate, everything's low. I, um, I couldn't even walk up a flight of stairs. I couldn't stand up and shower. I couldn't brush my teeth. And I spent the next year in bed to heal. But I was literally alive, but dying. And um, it was the most eye-opening experience to, to, it was a suicide. I was slowly killing myself. And then I got better to go to community college, and then I fell in love with acting and, and got strong enough to move to Los Angeles the day after I turned 21 with $350 in my bank account. And I, love I was it. Nice. right. And that was, I just had stars in my eyes, but something in my heart became alive when I focused on getting outside of Andrea and her pain and focusing on something else. And because I was a shy kid who grappled with identity issues, for me, acting was freedom. I was like, I don't get to be me. I, I get to be somebody else. This is amazing. I can play someone else. So that spiraled into Los Angeles. But then I, I, I did fall back into eating disorders and also bulimia shortly after I got married. And, and I became a Christian and came to God after nearly overdosing on drugs. And I was in the celebrity world. So yeah. all that to say, the long of the short of it, what the world sees is this incredible LA lifestyle of celebrities and partying and Playboy Mansion of like my roommate was a play, Playboy Playmate. I had it all. I was dating celebrities, but I was, it destroyed me. And if it wasn't for the grace of God, I would have been dead. So my journey and, 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 and I just want to preface too, because I thought, oh, okay, I'm just going to come to, come to Jesus and have my come to Jesus moment, which I did, mm -hmm. but life doesn't just become rainbows and unicorns overnight. I mean, I, and you're talking about love heals. Truly, it's taken me over 25 years, a divorce, restarting my life over at 42 years old to find me again and to find truth and love and completely the, the things that, that I only, I only had to lose to find myself. And one of those is finding a plant-based lifestyle, being, becoming vegan, loving myself enough to not take care of everybody else. But I had to get to a point of if I don't take care of me, nobody is. And so it's, it's my journey to healing has been very similar to Gianna's, which is why we connected with our cookbook, because we had to get to the place of healing and crying and laughing and doing our cookbook on <laughs> every yeah. single day, doing recipes. And we're like, what do we have today? And half the time we would cry and half the time we would laugh. And it was, it really knitted us together in the most beautiful way. I love that. And like finding a friend who's on a similar journey is absolutely like can change your life. So when you're feeling so alone, there's probably someone out there who's gone through something similar who can help each other get each other through it. So I'm really glad you guys found each other. And I'm so excited for plant love because obviously I'm a Hollywood whole foods plant-based girl. And, um, I'm sad I didn't get to hang out with you guys in the podcast studio before I left to come out to Florida. But, you know, I did about 15 years in L.A. and it stole my heart and then broke my heart at the end with the pandemic lockdown. I was I couldn't do it anymore. So I came to Florida to heal. So I'm healing here. You guys are healing there. But what do people need to know about the book and why plant based? Why do plants heal? Andrea, do you want to take it away? Go for it, Gianna. I'll chime in. I just chatted way too long. Not at all. Never too long. I didn't want to interrupt you though, but I was like, oh, I have to tell her this too. Andrea and I have so many similarities, like so many. And and she'll tell me something and I'll be like, wait, what? You broke your, you dislocated, what is it, Andrea, that we broke our oh, tailbone snowboard? We broke our tail <laughs> <laughs> we both have 
we both have broken tailbones that are not, they're like inverted, right, Gianna? <laughs> <laughs> and Random, so I but amazing. To, I moved out to LA when I was 21 too. So that's just another thing that goes on the list of similarities. Well, so did I, ladies. <laughs> I was 25 and I drove, I knew nobody. I just like you said, um, Andrea, I had like a couple hundred bucks in my bank account, no job. I was just like, nah, I'm gonna do this. Like right. <laughs> we'll see what happens. All right, Food Heals Nation, you know that I just made the big move from California to Florida. And in my old place in LA, I had a front yard and a backyard. And let me tell you that maintaining a lawn is not something that I know how to do, and it is not easy. So that's why I was so excited when Sunday reached out to me and they said, you know, we're going to help you take care of your lawn and it's going to be so easy and so beautiful. And I was like, oh no, I don't have a lawn anymore, but I still want to learn. I still want to know for when I do have a lawn, because right now I'm posted up at uh, the beach and we have our yard is essentially a nature trail and it's gorgeous, but there is no grass. So my friend Tyler here has a front yard and a backyard, just like I used to have. So we are going to test this out and I'm so excited. So let me tell you about Sunday. It is more more than just a lawn care product. It's a custom lawn care plan with a variety of ways to help you grow a beautiful lawn, control weeds, and remove pests. So they take all the guesswork and of course, unwanted chemicals out so that you can grow a beautiful lawn that is better for people, your pets, and the planet. You know, we don't want any chemicals in our lawns that our pets are then going to ingest into their body, right? This is so important. So that's why I love Sunday and I'm so excited to try it. So I'm going to keep you posted. So keep listening to hear my updates. So here's all you have to do. Sunday makes taking care of your lawn easier than ever. I just went to sunday.com, put in the home address of where I'm going to do the lawn care at my friend's place and their free lawn analysis tool took care of the rest. It was just in seconds. Um, They popped up on the computer. You could see the actual lawn uh, from his house, which is cool. So what does Sunday do? They use soil and climate data to create a tailored nutrient plan so they knew what kind of like climate it was it's so cool so you get all the stuff that your lawn needs and nothing that it doesn't and I love that Sunday is made with ingredients you can actually pronounce like seaweed and iron and molasses so you can grow better and feel better about it and just like we feed the body the nutrients it needs we can feed our lawns the nutrients it needs to to grow and thrive so let Sunday take the guesswork out of growing a greener, more beautiful lawn this spring. Visit GetSunday.com slash FoodHeals to get $20 off your custom lawn plan at checkout. That's $20 off your custom plan at GetSunday.com slash FoodHeals. Anyway, so go, to go back to the, the cookbook, we really um, wanted to, we were like, you know, what are we doing? We were walking through similar things in life and at the time, and we were like, what can we do to create, to help, and to continue living out God's will for our lives? What can we do together? How can we put our heads together and come up with something beautiful? So I said, well, I've been thinking about making this cookbook and what do you think about this? It's a whole food plant-based cookbook. She was like, yes, I'm vegan now and and let's do this. And and I was like, okay, well, I'm thinking about calling it plant love. What do you think about that? And and it's a there's a double meaning. You you love plants and then you also plant love. And so since we're both Christians and we want to lead people to healing, health, God, their purpose, like why are we all here? You're here for a reason. God has incredible plans for each one of our, our lives. There is nobody like you and there will never be anybody like you ever mm, in existence. Yeah. And so we're, we all have a unique gift that only we can can accomplish in this world. And and helping people get there through through many different avenues, through food, through belief in oneself, through belief in our creator and having a personal relationship with him and feeling inspired and, and, um, and Andrea is doing, you know, separate things in addition to the cookbook. And so am I to, to help that, but that's what we wanted to do with this cookbook. We wanted to truly plant love in people's lives 
through food. And so that's what we did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as soon as, you know, our mutual friend that introduced us, she sent me your names and the name of the book and I got it instantly. I was like, plant love and plant love. Like it was, (laughs) I got it. I was like, this is so for me. Like I have to meet these ladies. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. So why plant-based? What set you on that path when you were on this healing journey? You know, the interesting thing for me is I was like a vegan, raw vegan, 20 some years. I've always kind of been a hippie at heart. I'm always, yeah. <laughs> I was a, to, to pursue acting. I was a personal trainer and then I got into yoga and I had a lot of yogi friends and he would come over and he was this beautiful soul, Filipino soul that would just make me like these de- like delicious raw vegan foods and everything. And for me, though, I couldn't stick to it because I had such an emotional addiction to food because of my past with eating disorders that I, I used food as comfort. I used it as love. I used it as, repl- as, a, as everything else that it should be. Yes, it should n- nourish us. But I still had so many self-sabotaging things going on in my life and in, in my heart that I couldn't stick to something. And so I, I was mostly plant-based and then I've been, really been plant-based for the last five plus years. And the irony is, is I went through after children, I got sicker after each child and um, was diagnosed with Lyme disease. They thought I had MS. I had five years ago, I wasn't driving. I had postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome. Is that, is that autoimmune? What is that? So that's called POTS. And sometimes uh-huh. it has to do with the nervous system with Lyme disease. It just throws a lot of people with Lyme disease have have uh, POTS, which is a your blood pressure is really low and your resting heart rate is extremely high. So it's actually really mm-hmm. dangerous. And I couldn't stand yeah. up in the grocery store without passing out. I mean, I to the honest to God, I was like, I, I'm dying, and I have three kids, and I had that that moment of I'm going to leave my children without a mother. And to me, I don't know anybody, even if it's a, if it's a pet, you're like, I can't leave. I'm not ready to leave this earth yet. Like I can't do this. Right. And uh, so I, every doctor that I went to in combination, and Allison, I know you do the body, mind, spirit as well. So I've always studied the body, the mind, and the spirit. And it's emotions have so much to do with health. And, and it's not just the physical, but I was also told by multiple doctors that you need to do a low fat plant-based vegan diet because when you have Lyme disease and you have all of these, this viral o- overload in your body, it, it thickens your blood. Protein thickens your blood. Fat thickens your blood. Not that, obviously we get protein with plants. So for me, it was I had to get to a place of really waking up to that. Like I'm going to die and I'm going to leave my children without a mother. So Ugh. I, to me, it was like, I, did, I didn't have a choice. Like, do I really want to do that? So it wasn't even for me. It was, it was, it was for me, but it was also for my babies. And again, it's much harder as a mother raising three kids to, I, I wish I could be in the kitchen all day, every day. And that's not the reality, but I think there has to be a huge shift in my heart, a huge shift in, in the way that we're raising our children because we live in America. We're so spoiled. We're so instant. We, we live by instant gratification, but the food that we serve our children is disgusting. Totally. And it's scary. And if I had all the money in the world, I would open up a fast food restaurant that served only plants. <laughs> Yes, girl. We need more of those. Right? 100%. Yes, I'm in. So, so that's that's it in a nutshell and and it's it's still a it's still a journey because um sometimes I have to buy my juice as opposed to juice myself or you know, it's really doing what we can and and giving ourselves grace but choosing having the choice to choose something that's loving as opposed to what's quick and easy that that makes us feel good in the moment but in the long run it's going to kill us. Yeah. And so how long did it take that healing journey for you going plant-based to, you know, get rid of the POTS and the autoimmune or are you rid of them? So I, I still have a few lingering symptoms that, with my thyroid because uh, that really kind of crashed after the birth of my children. And I'm good friends also partnering with Dr. Kimberly Spare. She's at Reclaimers of Health and she had Lyme disease and she puts other women on nutrition and protocols. So it's 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 been a journey of a few years but i do have to say 5 years ago to think i'd be a single mother running a home raising three children by myself i don't it's only it's a miracle allison like it's a miracle the fact that i so to look where i was 5 years ago to to the fact that i'm i'm doing everything that i'm doing and self employed and doing a cookbook with gianna we're doing some projects into producing so it's been a journey and 
I feel like each year I get a little wiser and a little better. <laughs> yes, yes. But it's, a, it's a journey, right? Because none of us know how to love ourselves perfectly. We're not taught how to cultivate self-love practices. <laughs> right. Yeah. So if, if anything, it's, and it's in combination with my, with my friendship with Gianna and my friendship with Kimberly, I have these two incredible superwomen by my side that I believe are gifts from God that they're like, I don't, I I'm held accountable to such high standards. I'm like, okay, my girlfriends are no joke. Like and, <laughs> so everybody I meet, I cherish because I'm like, okay, you're doing it. Okay. Let's do this. And we just, we keep each other to the point of like, checking in with each other and sharing and crying and healing and laughing because the journey is, and food is just another expression of love. That's why it is plant love because we can nourish ourselves or we can destroy ourselves. Yep. Mic drop. I mean, yes. that's why I did the show. <laughs> Seriously. Gianna, what was your journey into the plant-powered lifestyle? Well, I, I've modeled since I was 16 and then I moved out to LA when I was 21 and got into acting and that's my was my main move to Los Angeles. And I started to get acne. And I've also struggled with eating disorders with anorexia and bulimia, although I never accomplished getting down to a size where I felt was thin enough. I guess nobody ever does. But I was. Not, I think I gained weight when I was bulimic because I got really like puffy mm-hmm. and very unhealthy. And, and I don't think I was doing it like effectively, you know, like, cause the, the point is to be skinny and I wasn't getting skinny. It was actually doing the opposite to me. And so I stopped that and then I started um, overworking out and, and all because a lot of people talk about various reasons to why they had an eating disorder. And mine was because I wanted to be thin to go after what I wanted to do and what I was doing in life. Mm-hmm. And, and it was right. And like some people use it as a way to, way to control or like numb out or various reasons, like dealing with trauma or whatever, whatever their reason was. But my particular reason was because I was after being thin. And little did I know, I just, I didn't have to starve myself. I could eat an abundance of plant foods, whole plant foods. And and nobody told me this. I had to go through getting acne and getting Mm -hmm. sick. And so just like Andrea, and just like most of us, when we're doing the wrong thing, our body will eventually get sick and say, please don't do this anymore because you're just hurting yourself. You're trying to get after a result that only doing the right thing will work. It's supposed to be effortless. Like we can be in the best shape when we do certain things. And one of those things, a main ingredient is that in that is eating whole food plant-based. So, so I would go to the dermatologist and, and I would be like, you know, what's, what's happening with my skin? I don't understand. I'm, I'm, I think I'm eating healthy and I'm working out and I just don't get it. And he would give me antibiotics and steroids. I was on antibiotics for about a year. My hair was falling out and I have like super long hair and really thick, healthy hair or a lot of it. I should say a lot of it because it's like thin hair, but a lot of it. So it looks thick (laughs) anyway. So it was falling out and I was like, what is going on with my body? And I would stay up and cry my eyes out. And I'd be like, what is happening? Like this is deeply affecting me. And that's why I say food affects every single area of our lives because it was affecting, it was affecting my, my mental health, my physical health, my finances, my career, my job, and and ultimately God did did not and and has not let it affect my career and and has led me on this healing journey. But I thought it was going to, you know, I was I was fearful that it was going to, and so I was like, I have to do something because this is this is my livelihood. I have to pay rent. I have to I have to eat, and I have to pay bills, and I have to you know take care of myself. So I need to make a change, but I don't know what to do. And nobody that I was going to for help knew the answers. So I had to really do a deep dive and thank God for Google and the internet, because I don't know how people were on healing journeys, like back in the day before internet or exactly, I just, I mean, right. pff, word of mouth, because all the people that I, I was going to for word of mouth and great doctors in Los Angeles too, were, were injecting my face with steroids, giving me internal steroids right. and antibi- and internal antibiotics and external antibiotics. And none of it was helping. None of it, not one right. for a year. I was on antibiotics. My, my, 
precious gut mm. microbiome. So anyway, and right. thank God we can build that back up too with food. So yes. I, fi- I found actually, to be honest, I found Freely the Banana Girl, who I absolutely have so much respect for. And I was like, wow, she's so thin. You know, there's the, the physical aspect that, I, that caught my attention. But then the amount of food she was consuming to be so thin. And I was like, what is this? And, that, and also she wasn't <laughs> just normally, she wasn't just born like that. You know, it wasn't like a genetic makeup where she could eat whatever she wants and just be thin because we all know those people. Mm. And so right. <laughs> you're gifted, you're blessed. So, but she did it. She, she lost like, I don't know, 40 pounds or something like that by, by eating an abundance of food. And I was like, okay, well she's living by example. And then I watched a bunch of documentaries, like food matters and what the health, or I mean, yeah, food matters, food ink, what the health, fat, sick, nearly dead yeah. was a good one. Forks over knives. And then I watched earthlings and then I saw what actually oh. happens to animals. And it was a no going back for me. I was literally, I had a, I had a trauma response watching it. I could only watch 10 minutes and I was screaming, crying, shaking, Ugh. shaking uncontrollably. I had to turn it off too, girl. I know. Oh my good. And I'm actually really good friends now with the creator of Earthlings, Sean Monson. And he, he creates incredible projects and is still creating incredible po- projects. But yeah, so that, that was my, my journey and in, in how I became plant-based. Well, it's a beautiful journey. Mine is very similar. I mean, we all have similarities to all of our stories, but I can totally relate to so much of that. And for me, exactly, there's no going back because at first I did it for my health and then I discovered the animal component and it was like, hey, this is done. And, you know, I love the theme in all of our stories is really you have to take your health into your own hands. The doctors don't know better than we do. And once we can accept that, we can be empowered to make the changes that we need to make, you know? Amen to exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Food Heals Nation, imagine this, a probiotic that actually does what it's supposed to do. And you know from our last episode with Tina what I'm talking about. When you find the right probiotic, the one that actually works, it's like winning the lottery because then everything works in the body. That's why I love Just Thrive Probiotic. It actually survives the gut. So it's alive when it hits your gut unlike some other brands we don't need to name. It's got 100% survivability. It's vegan, it's non-GMO, it's soy-free, it's dairy-free, sugar-free, salt-free, nut-free, gluten-free, all the allergens out. And you can just take one capsule per day with a meal um, to get the most bang for your buck, take it with food. And I love that they make it easy, just one a day. Um, You can even open the capsules and sprinkle them on food if you want. You can bake with them. Um, It really is the perfect probiotic. I can't say enough good things about it. So say goodbye to uncomfortable bloating, embarrassing gas, or leaky gut. Say hello to being regular and even more clear-headed because we know the gut is the second brain, right? So I love that Just Thrive is offering Food Heals Nation listeners 15% off anything you want on the site. They even have probiotics for your pets. You guys, your pets probably need them, right? So go to justthrivehealth.com and enter the code FOODHEALS15 and you'll get 15% off all the products you want. I love the probiotic and antioxidant. Um, They've got new products that we talked about with Tina last time on the Food Heals podcast. So make sure you go back and listen to that episode. This is one of the best supplements out there. I've been taking it for years and it's got the Food Heals stamp of approval. (laughs) So go to justthrivehealth.com and use the discount code FOODHEALS15 to get 15% off your entire order. And Food Heals Nation, are you ready to reprogram your brain and your body so that you can stop craving things like chocolate and sweets and bread and cheese and wine or whatever your kryptonite is? Are you ready to release fat? Are you ready to finally lose the weight and keep it off for good? My girl Brittany from the Think and Thin Tapping System, she has got your back. Go back and listen to our episode with Brittany Watkins if you haven't yet. And right now what you can do is go to pushthefoodaway.com and you can follow along with Brittany's cutting edge weight loss techniques by watching this video. The video is absolutely free. Go enjoy it. And if you do want to work with Brittany further, she has her Think and Thin Tapping System. 
and Brittany has generously given us 50% off. Use the coupon code FOODHEALS at pushthefoodaway.com after you watch the free video if you want to continue to work with her. So what are you going to learn? You're going to get an easy to follow step-by-step formula to end cravings and end stress eating permanently. You'll discover the secret trigger points on your body and your hands that can take you from salivating over junk food to forgetting about it in just seven minutes. You can change your weight set point by practicing Brittany's echo tapping technique for just three minutes a day. You'll discover the secret tapping points on your fingertips that turn your cravings down from a 10 to a zero, even if you're sitting at a restaurant with like a bread basket in front of you or a cheesecake in front of you. So pushthefoodaway.com, watch the free video, make sure to listen to our podcast with Brittany as well. And if you decide to join the Think and Thin tapping system, you'll get 50% off using our coupon code food heals. Thanks, Britt. Ladies, let's talk Hollywood. So what happened in my journey that of going plant-based was I did the food, discovered the animals, and then I was like, okay, this is how I'm going to eat for the rest of my life. But then I realized that there is animal-based everything in makeup, in my clothing, in all of the things. And you guys are in Hollywood. You're working on set. And how do you navigate that? How do you say, I'm only going to use a vegan makeup artist? Or like, how does that work for you? And how do you find the right products to use on your face now and the right clothes to wear so that you're not contributing to the problem that we don't want to be a part of? Great question. Great, great question. So Gian and I produced a TV series called Hitting the Brakes back in 2015, I want to say. So about six years ago. And that was like the beginning of my plant-based journey when a dear partner of my company was actually dying of ALS and the doctor put him on a low-fat vegan diet. And I saw the doctor and I had similar health issues and he put me on a low-fat vegan diet and I was kind of toying around with that. And then I I get to set and Gianna and and I had met, I think the year before, but she had, she comes in with her all of like everything, her hundred percent pure, everything, everything vegan. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is no joke. (laughs) And I, and she's like, oh, I do my own makeup. I was like, wait, what? And so she's a blessing to all the makeup artists because she gets to do all of her own makeup and she does it impeccably. I I swear, like that's your hidden talent, Gianna. So anyway, she shared the products and then I had the makeup artist order all of those products on that project. So I just wanted to throw that in there. So it's kind of, we inspire each other. And a lot of times it's just the knowledge. A lot of the makeup artists just, they get their discount at their, cosmetic thing yeah. and they they just don't know but but it is becoming more and more most there's so many more vegan actresses and so many more health conscious ones that um that I think it's becoming more and more there's more awareness with it for sure for 100%. sure yes I do rem- I actually do remember that now chatting with you about that I love 100% pure and and in some cases for most if not all red carpet events, I'll do my own makeup and then get somebody to help me with my hair. Sometimes I will do my own hair too. But if it's an intricate style and I want something, you know, fab and gorgeous, then I'll have have (laughs) like big or braids or something, like just very intricate. I'll have somebody do my own hair. So I'll, yeah, I'll do my own makeup for all, all photo shoots and red carpet events, unless somebody is very like, okay, we have a makeup artist and we need to work with this makeup artist or this makeup artist is incredible. Let's, let's bring them on. And then I'll have them use my products and I'll say I'm vegan and it's an ethical thing for me. And, you know, my, I've been through the ringer literally with my skin and my skin is doing well and I want to keep it doing well. I'll have ups and downs with it. And I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll call Andrea and I'll be like, Andrea, I'm so over it. I just, this one pimple. <laughs> and it's like, it's kind of like PTSD yeah. with skin and anybody who has, has, had skin issues. I'm sure they, they feel the same. Like one comes up and they're like, no. So so I'm very, very, very particular with my skin and, and with my whole body too. Like I just, I want us to be good to our bodies and I really want to be good to my body. And I wasn't for a really long time. And I've, I've actually apologized to my body and to myself and and ask for forgiveness. And, and that was very healing too, to do because it was somebody yeah, suggested that. that. And I was like, oh, I never really thought about that. So, um, so I did that and, and it was very healing. So with, with the makeup with on set, with this TV series that we produced hitting the brakes, I, I remember that I did my own makeup and, um, they would retouch any, you know, areas that needed to be retouched or powder me or something. But 
other projects that I do, I'll just bring my own makeup in and I'll say, Hey, do you guys mind using my own makeup? And every single one has been, every single makeup team has been wonderful and they do, they use my own makeup. So sometimes I'll do my own mascara. Sometimes I'll do my own foundation. Sometimes they'll do it all. And then, yeah, it just, it works out. And then as far as costumes, I try to obviously like if we have to bring something or like to photo shoots, all my clothes are vegan and I'm, I'm very, if silk happens to get in there and I don't realize it, that's like the worst of it, but I don't purchase leather products or fur. And if there's some, if there's a scene that like with unbroken path to redemption that I did, it was um, a period piece. So there were leather shoes. There, there were no shoot like high heels that weren't vegan, but they were, they were mm-hmm. used and I, I don't know where the, the costume company got them, but I, I wore them for the scene. And, and I think that it's definitely a, a preference. It's a personal choice for somebody. If they, if like, what else could I have worn that would be period piece? Like I couldn't take any Stella McCartney's on set of, of a period piece film. So, um, right, right. <laughs> so, so you kind of have to like, for the bigger picture, sometimes you do have to just go along with something that is, is okay. It's not the, cause we live in an imperfect world. And as a perfectionist, we can get real, like I can get really hard on myself and guilty, but I, I, I don't, God doesn't want us to live in guilt. So I, I literally try my very best. And, and sometimes in an imperfect world, you have to do things where, okay, well, I'll just try better next time. I'll learn from this experience and then try better. Of course. So. Yeah. And um, so, you know, I think this is the the last phase I've gone in through, gone into on my journey is really being conscious of the products that I purchase and clothing was the last thing I thought about. I think for years I was plant-based and still buying leather purses, not even thinking twice about it because I just didn't make the connection. I didn't realize, I didn't know. And then I woke up. And so what are some brands that you guys love? Like I know you mentioned Stella McCartney, 100% pure. Like what are some great brands that you can recommend to people who are like, you know what? I don't want to contribute to this. I don't want to hurt an animal for my clothing. You know, people don't understand. Another thing, sorry, I'm asking 12 questions at once, but another thing is people don't understand why not silk? Like why not leather? So I'd love to hear from you both. Like what are some brands you love and why are you making those choices? Yeah. So I definitely Stella McCartney, a lot of Stella McCartney because I've actually thought about making a high-end shoe brand because there she's probably one of maybe a handful of of companies that make really nice ethical shoes and so yeah i i'll just google like i'm i'm blanking on some some of the other shoe names right now but i'll just google vegan high end shoes and then just pop around the the websites the various websites and um and I'll just sometimes I'll there's a lot more now that I'm seeing. Yes, for sure, for sure. And then I'll just buy some and then just hold hold them for red carpet events rather than, you know, waiting a month like a red carpet event is coming up next week and I'm like, shoot, what do I get? Because a lot of stores you can only get them online. A lot of stores don't have all the different options. Even Stella's amazing options that she has. So sometimes I'll just buy them in advance and use them. And sometimes I will bring them to set and then people will use my vegan clothing or shoes or or various things on set too, which is nice. But for makeup shoes, I'd say Stella, 100% pure. Boots, I love Bahava. There are, just look at tags. Like I always look at tags. Yeah. And and I if there's even like 10% silk, I'm like, my heart breaks for two seconds. And I'm like, why? Why do you got to do me like that? <laughs> and what's, what's wrong with silk? I would love for you to share that because I don't think a lot of people know. Yeah. So I didn't know this for the longest time. And I was like, oh, it just, it comes from worms. Okay. I won't use it. But do the worms really get hurt? And why do we care about worms? So the worms scream, they get put into an oven and then they scream and you can hear them scream and anything that screams and is feeling pain. Exactly. So (laughs) I was like, well, that's it for silk for me. And there are so many other materials that feel and look like silk. And in the end, they're cheaper too. Like it's a win-win. Yeah. It's absolutely a win-win. I totally agree with you. And I think it's cool that so many big brands are now jumping on the vegan leather, I will call it bandwagon, like Adidas makes a vegan shoe, you know, so the more brands are becoming more aware as you can look. And yeah, for shoes, all you have to do is pop up the upper part of the shoe and it'll usually say textile textile or leather, a man-made leather. I looked it up, you guys. It's not leather. So we're safe and more and more shoes are doing that. So that's really, I think, exciting for people like us who just don't want to contribute it to it. 
and still look high end and cute. Like I want to look cute. I love my shoes. I love my clothes. I love my makeup. I'm one of those people and I'm not ashamed about it, but I still want to be ethical about it. What are your thoughts on, on like secondhand stuff, like secondhand leather or yeah. like, like I was saying on set, like it was, it was from a secondhand store that she got the shoes. But what are your thoughts on that? I'm a personal choice type of person. Like you do you, I'll yeah. do me. I don't personally buy it, but my ex was loved mm-hmm. shoes. Just mm-hmm. going to say that. He loved putting me in high-end shoes and I'd say, you cannot buy me leather shoes. So he would say, and he loved the secondhand stores too. So he would say, if I buy them secondhand, I'm not contributing. And so I said, all right. Yeah. So I do have some um, secondhand stuff that was leather. I actually just purged everything when I moved to Florida. So I actually don't have them anymore, but I did have them for years. And that was kind of where where my value compromise line was. I was like, okay, you love shoes. I love you. I'll do this for you, but don't buy them brand new. And so that's kind of where my compromise was. But again, personal choice. Some people would say, oh, hell no. And some people would be like, yeah, what's the big deal? You know, they were already purchased. You're not contributing again to the hurting of the animal. Right. And then I don't want to shame people too. Like if somebody, you know, likes to to have a a certain way of life, that's where they are right now in their journey. And if they eat plant-based, whoa, you're saving so many animals. Totally. There's no judgment here. I'm just curious because it was the last thing I discovered. So I want to help others who may want to do this too. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Gianna, I'm so glad. I just want to chime in. I'm so glad you said that because let me just throw out there to anybody that, that will be listening to this is when I was on my journey and I was still healing emotionally and in so many different areas, I was so angry. And, and I, I, there was a lot of self-hatred that crept up because I was like, Andrea, why can't you do this hundred percent vegan thing? Like what is wrong with you? And so I want to encourage people like every step is, is beautiful and enough. And, and it, and sometimes the journey takes 10 years, 20 years, like it's just one choice at a time, one day at a time. And I just met an incredible mama yesterday that uh, we're going to work together on some social media stuff. And she's like, this plant-based journey is so hard. And I was like, no, 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 it's really not. It's really not. And so, so thank you for saying that because there is a lot of shame where people are on the other end and they're like, I don't feel like I'm doing it right. Or I just can't do it. And it's too hard. And I don't have the self-control. Like every little bit matters and it, and it's okay. And just there's, we have a choice every meal, every time, every day. Yeah. Yeah, we're all on a journey. Like if you're doing Meatless Monday, I am so proud of you because you're going to start feeling better and you're going to contribute less to global warming and animal agriculture. So amazing. Mm -hmm. Huge round of applause. You know, that's how I started giving up one thing at a time. It led me to the place where now I geek out when I find the non-leather shoes and the vegan (laughs) makeup. But I wasn't, I didn't start there. I didn't care back then. I didn't know. And that's okay. Right. So true. All right. Well, we know that your book, Plant Love, is going to help so many people because like we've all said, like, look, it's not easy, but it's also not hard. And I know you guys make the cooking part not hard. So tell me about Plant Love. What will we find in the book? What kind of recipes? What's in there? So whole food plant-based eating is so simple. I mean, it's literally like minimally processed food, if no processing at all. Like put it in a blender. If you want to call that processing, then fine. But it's so minimal. And we try to really keep the way the food looks as it comes out of the earth in the recipes. And I believe that that is truly the healthiest way of eating and how you get to a whole version of you. And so, yeah, so it's minimal ingredients. I mean, I think, Andrea, would you say 10 ingredients would be maybe the most in, in one of the recipes, not even? Yeah, I want to say it was it maybe the curry or the pizza. Everything else is is very minimal and very simple. Yeah, and delicious. Three to five <laughs> ingredients in in most of the recipes. That's amazing. Yeah, and like, what do you say to someone? Because I'm okay. So I just moved to Florida. You guys know, and the funniest thing that happens here, because I'm, you know, I'm from LA. Everyone understands what plant based is for the most part. You're like, oh, I'm vegan. They're like, no problem. I got you. Here, they're like, well, what do you eat? And it's such an amazing question. And I love telling people like, I eat everything. I eat an abundance of wonderful food. But what do you say when people say, you know, well, this whole food plant-based diet thing is hard because it's so restrictive. And I say, I I find the joy in going, here's all the things I can have that I didn't have before because my palate was blocked by the meat and the cheese and all the things. And now I'm obsessed with asparagus and broccoli and um, the way that you can now use these plant-based substitutes. Like I love a vegan chow cheese. I will eat that all day. (laughs) So good. Yeah. There's Yeah, beyond and impossible and all the things, which are, sure, they're a processed food, but it's a great substitute to have. I made vegan tacos last night, all veggies and some impossible meat. Like, great. 
But what do you say to people who say, oh, it's too restrictive. I can't eat this way because there's not enough food. That's a fear, I think. I think it's perspective. I mean, if you look at the what God gave us, you look in Genesis, he gave us every fruit and bearing, what is it, Gianna, the fruit, the seeds, the, the trees, it's like. Yeah, every fruit bearing tree, let that be your meat, I think he says. I'm going to have to look up the verse. Let me look it up. Yeah, and I and I really, I think it's all about, forgive me for saying this word, but it's, it's our society brainwashing us saying, oh, it's so, like, really? Really? Because God created us to, to eat from the garden, to eat plants. And, and I believe it's the commercials, the advertising of you need meat, you need cheese, you need calcium. It's like, wh- what did we learn in second grade about the USDA food guide pyramid? It's like, you need meat. And, you, you know, so I think it's just shifting your perspective. And so many people don't even know that they're on autopilot because they're just mm-hmm. ingrained of like, I eat what my parents made me. I had meat and potatoes. And then we do this and we do that. And, oh, you've got to have your protein in your in the form of meat. And so I think the beautiful thing is, is if you don't want to do 100% whole food plant-based, you do have the alternatives. The impossible, Like my son tried the Carl's Jr. Impossible Burger because let's face it, I have a, a son who's almost 15. Kids like fast food. And I'm like, ugh, I yeah. cringe. But at the same time, <laughs> I was like, you know what? He tried it. And, and is it still processed yes but it's one more way to say okay there's there's an option let's see what we can do and to be honest even kids like they like carbs we run on my kids love rice and potatoes and french fries in fact my youngest she'll eat a bowl of frozen mangoes she'll have rice and then she'll ask for potatoes and i'm like um okay sure. and then she and then she'll just eat she'll eat frozen peas and i'm like whatever works for you babe like if that's what you want i'm going to give it to you so it's just that. And also I find just expanding the options and saying, okay, if you want your meat and you're not ready, then eat it as a condiment. Don't eat 18 ounces of it. Eat three ounces or four ounces and have an abundance filled with a salad and veggies or starch. And that way they don't feel restricted or, or they're going to go back and binge to the, their old ways. I don't know if that helps. Yeah. I found the verse. The verse is, then God said, I give you every seed bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. This will be yours for food. And that's Genesis one twenty nine. Well, beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. So actually I have two last questions if you have time. Totally. <laughs> okay. So, so I'm very curious about this because I don't know the answer and I would love your perspectives, whether you, I know we don't all know the answers, but what is the Christian perspective on veganism? Because you guys are both very passionate Christians and very passionate vegans, but not all Christians are vegans and all vegans are Christians. What is the Christian perspective or is it something that you decide for yourself based on the teachings as you interpret them? I'm so glad you just asked that question because I was just Googling the book, Why Every Christian Should Be a Vegan, and it's by Ryan Hicks. Mm. And I I wanted to look up the author. I have yet to read it, but I've skimmed through it. And it's it's I think it's an important title and going to be an important book because as Christians, we are called to love and to love others. And just because we are the caretakers of animals, we are to be stewards of them, doesn't mean that we are to sabotage and slaughter and kill just because we were put in charge of something. And Jesus was put in Mm -hmm. charge of us and he didn't slaughter us and kill us. He loved us. And it's our job, like Adam was to name the animals. When you name an animal, they become your friend. Like we name our pets. Yeah. And so I don't believe Jesus, the Prince of Peace, love was truly his essence, would be okay seeing his creations be tortured to death or killed. Like I just don't. And also I believe that animals are in heaven because it says in Revelations that he comes back on a horse. And so where'd that horse come from? That horse is going to come from heaven. And and I believe that mm. if we love comes from God, if we love animals, where does that come from? If we love them, then God loves them because love comes from God. And so that's that's my take on it from what I've learned about Christianity and about love from Jesus. And verses like Genesis 129 that we just read. I mean, he clearly states it and and I think he gave us permission to eat meat after the flood because the earth the earth was flooded, but the earth isn't flooded anymore and we have an abundance of plant foods again. So and we've had them for a very long time and it goes to show like the way he designed our bodies when we put the right food in, we see his grace. We see his grace and his forgiveness literally in a in a physical manifestation of it by doing what's right and saying I forgive you 
forgive yourself from hurting your body for, for this long time where your body was, was saying, please don't do it this way anymore. And then you start to do the right thing, just like in life with the right choices from going from the choices that sabotage us from going to choices that heal us. We have grace, we have forgiveness, and our bodies are able to heal. That is incredible. That's incredible. It's a miracle that we can heal, that, that yeah. our bodies just don't, you know, we abuse them for so long and then that's it. Nope, sorry, can't heal. But we actually can when we start doing mm-hmm. the right thing. And that goes for everything in life when we start walking in alignment with, with how it's designed. And our bodies, the way that they were designed is evidence enough that we're supposed to be plant eaters because we heal when we start doing that. Oh my gosh. I love this. <laughs> That's my take on it. Yeah. Andrea, I mean, the body is designed to heal itself. No, I love your take on it. Thank you for that. I really appreciate hearing it from that perspective. I absolutely, you know, I am not a practicing Christian, but I agree with everything you just said. And I think it was so beautifully put and I love that interpretation. So thank you for sharing yeah. that. All right. Last question for you, ladies, because I want to hear both of your answers. What is your favorite recipe from the book, Plant Love? (laughs) I know what mine is. What is it? Mine is the mine are the black bean brownies. I think mine are too. Oh, they're so ridiculous. You would never know. And they are so gooey and good. And I'm just, I I mean, I I like my chocolate, even if it's a little bit, but oh my gosh, that's probably my favorite. Yeah. Mine too. And the pizza. I love the the brownies and the pizza might be my favorite. And, and the you know what I have to say? The Caesar salad is ridiculous. Yes. It does taste like Caesar. It tastes just like Caesar. Mm-hmm. Well, now my mouth is watering and I need to get my hands on this. <laughs> Immediately. So where can Food Heals Nation get their hands on plant love? So right now it's on my website. Andrea's website is um, being launched, right, Andrea? Yeah. Trace needs to put it up on your website. So it's right now it's, it's on my website, giannasimone.com. And you can scroll down to the shop section and it, it will pop up. And it's also on our bios too, on Instagram and uh, I think Facebook as well. Yes. The link is link in page. our bios. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And where can they follow you on Instagram, stalk you on social media, all that good stuff? So my Instagram is at G Simone, G-S-I-M-O-N-E. Facebook is Gianna Simone. YouTube is Gianna Simone. I have my my interviews up with the plant-based doctors on my YouTube channel. So if anybody wants to get more information on a plant-based lifestyle from the leading doctors, literally curing America's number one killer with food, you can check it out on my YouTube and that's at Gianna Simone. And then Twitter is at Gianna Simone one. And Andrea, you have a show as well that you just started. Yes. So we just launched March 1st on pureflix.com. It's called Hope for Healing and it's New York Times bestseller, um, Anthony William, Dr. Joel Furman, Dr. Brooke Goldner. So we interview all of the top plant-based doctors on, on talking of their own testimonies in reversing and healing chronic illness. And there's eight episodes of that where Dr. Kimberly and I interview those doctors. And that's just for anybody who's struggling on the journey of trying to heal and find hope. So it's, you know, it's, that's the biggest thing is we all need hope. We need hope in life. We need hope for the future of knowing that our life can be filled with, with health and healing. And then my Instagram is at happily ever Andy and Facebook is Andrea Logan as well as YouTube is Andrea Logan and Twitter is happily ever Andy as well. Beautiful. Well, two ladies after my own heart because I was a filmmaker in a former life, still working on my doc food heals, but I'm so excited for both of your shows. I did get to check out yours, Gianna and Andrea. I will check out yours as well, but I'm so excited. And this is the information that We need now more than ever. So thank you ladies so much, both for spreading this knowledge and awareness and helping people get healthy because my passion, I don't know about you, is on fire more than ever after the past year of seeing people lose their lives, of seeing people suffering through this pandemic, whether it was their emotional health or mental health, COVID itself. This is the time where we need healing more than ever. So thank you girls for being on this journey. I am so grateful for you. Thank you, Alice. Likewise. We're so, thank you for all that you do. And, um, we look forward to, to many more of these on <laughs> on and off of uh, the podcast. Yes, exactly. 100%. As a vegetarian, people always told me that you could never be an elite athlete or you needed meat to build muscle or you needed meat in order to be a powerhouse or be really strong. And I knew it wasn't true because I was making progress as a vegetarian. I had lived without meat my entire life. So I knew there was a lot of misinformation surrounding animal protein, but I didn't know the whole story. If I can go out there and do five Ironmans on five wine islands in a week, 
uh, I'm telling you that you're not sacrificing your athletic performance to, to, to eat this way and to adopt this lifestyle. I'd had enough of like big industry and telling us what we're, we're, we're supposed to eat and drink and, and people believing it. And I, I felt like I wanted athletes to have an, another way, a new way forward. Join me as I sit with some of the world's greatest athletes. We'll discuss their whole food plant-based lifestyles, breaking world records, winning Olympic medals, going toe-to-toe -to -toe with the greatest, and so much more. Now streaming on Amazon Prime and YouTube. Love, Gianna. All right, that was a clip from Gianna's show, Love Gianna. That's season two, starring some amazing people like you probably heard Rich Roll in there. Um, so check that out. It's streaming on Amazon. It's on YouTube. And Andrea also has a show, Hope for Healing. So I'm going to roll that trailer next. Please forgive my audio. I'm recording on my phone from a hotel room, but I wanted to make sure to play you these clips so you could hear both of the trailers to their amazing shows. Andrea's show, Hope for Healing, is on Pure Flix. Just like Netflix, it's on all smart TV. So make sure to check them both out. Roll it, Roxy. diseases that afflict Americans, including heart attacks, strokes, dementia, and even cancers, don't have to happen. Long before I was ever a doctor, I was a patient. It doesn't make any sense to spend $10,000 on stem cells or ozone or vitamin C if you are still eating Pop-Tarts and Cheetos and goldfish. They want people to believe that it's your fault. You're sick because your body's attacking itself it has to stay like that forever and never be challenged. I don't have to be sick. I can take my power back. I can follow these steps and I can do something. We're looking to fire that amygdala to bring up these negative thoughts in order to send this calming signal and let it go. It's never been credited by science that serotonin imbalance is the cause of depression. Turns out that this thing is connected to the rest of us, right? And the rest of us actually has a profound influence on how this thing functions, way more than we realize. Our consciousness is from, from God himself, and that consciousness is eternal. I realized that every day I could choose gratitude. I believe that God has sent me here to bring a freedom to women. God wants us to share not just the highlights of our life, but also the lowlights, because we heal from each other's stories. None of this would be possible without my dear friend, Dr. Kimberly Spear. God interwove our stories to be able to share this with you guys. You're opening yourself up to that piece of holding your own power, which opens you up to hope. And hope leads to faith, and faith in God leads to miracles. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, women have experienced a strong desire to change their status update from hashtag blessed to hashtag OMG even more blessed than yesterday, hashtag loving life. If you've experienced any of these symptoms, make sure to tweet a Kardashian immediately.